0: Van. it's episode 80 of feeling good with duddy yeah welcome to the show that takes a look at the world has a big huge laugh and then looks in the mirror and has an even bigger laugh fairest of the fair duddy we're the best of them all this is episode 80 we are doing it via zoom once again because duddy is halfway across the globe we'll talk about that in a minute big show all right We've got a You Should Be Slapped. (laughs) Duddy has a This Song Sucks. We've got a Query. The 420 assholes are going to stop by. All your favorite things, but let's get into it. I'm Jake B., a barber down here in Southern California. Let me introduce you to my brother, guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads, host of the show. Here he is, Duddy B. What's up, Duddy? (laughs) Are you doing the Blonde Marley call? No, that's Blonde Marley call is something (laughs) like,
1: that was, oh, you're right,
0: you're right. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, you're in a hotel room. I'm in a hotel room. It's very early in the morning and, oh my God. So I set my alarm, well, I didn't set my alarm to get up. I just, I, I woke up and I looked at the clock in the hotel room and it said, Whatever, so like fucking six in the morning. So I was like, cool, because I'm we're gonna do this at seven. So I'm like, okay, I'll get out of bed here. Six in the morning, get out of bed. So I do that, I get I make a cup of coffee, I get in the shower, I get out of the shower, and then I look at my phone and it says five thirty a.m. I'm like, wait, what? The the hotel didn't change their clocks. Yeah, they didn't change their clocks. So I woke up an hour earlier <laughs> than I needed to, super early. I was super tired. I could have slept in another hour, but instead I'd already had coffee and a shower, so then I just sat in my hotel room for an hour and a half, staring at the walls. Staring at the Well, let me do this to you now, <laughs> just so everybody who's listening understands. Duddy's on the east, eastern side of the country. Luke and I got up 5 yes. a.m. 5 a.m. we started the Zoom call to to get this episode going. I actually woke up at 4.30 to make some coffee. But hey, anyway, dude, we get it. It's horrifying. But yeah, so early morning, we wanted to get it in. So basically, what's the deal, Duddy? You're out there writing songs with Rome. So you flew in. You're in Nashville, right? I'm in Nashville, yes. Duddy's in a hotel room in Nashville. I'm sitting in the front of my van. In the darkness because the sun hasn't come up. So if anyone watches this on YouTube, you're gonna be like, "Why is Jake just in the oblivion behind him?" Yeah, I'm in darkness in my van. This is what we got. But uh, at any rate, we're doing the show because you've got to go write songs with Rome. You flew in last night, had some yep. dinner with Rome and cheese yep. early this morning. We're doing this show, and then you're going in to write. How's that it been right. so far? It's Would, been great. Well, we went to a restaurant last night called Superica. It's like a kind of like a high end Mexican food restaurant. It was actually really good. Um, mm-hmm. Super cool vibe. Like I like it had like dim lights, which I like low dim lights. Um, nice vibe in there. Food was good. Great cocktails. It was a good time, but something happened, Jake. What happened? After dinner. After dinner. Yeah. I, w- I took an Uber back to the hotel. Okay. And while I'm in that Uber, and you're, we're in, I'm in Nashville. So 95% of the time I jump in an Uber in Nashville, country music is playing and that's okay. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's some good songs I've heard. But there's some really bad ones. And I heard a song last night that was so out of control. I, I had the second I got back to my hotel room. I looked the song up and played it while I read the lyrics. Cause I had to make sure what I heard was correct. And what I heard was correct and it's freaking <laughs> terrible it's really really bad oh i'd wow. like to she share can't... it with you guys oh i can't wait to hear it actually let, what do we have it queued up or are you just going to go through is this gonna is this a, well, this is a this song sucks this we're is a this song sucks and we've learned an we can't game. play this is an early game sorry i jumped right into that but we're gonna jump into it we're gonna we're gonna start the show off with a this song sucks uh hit the drop um, Perfect. We oh, have not been yeah. able to use that drop in quite a while. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know anything about this guy before I looked it up. And I'm sure he's huge in the country world. And I'm sure this song was a smash. It was like a banger. Out. I'm sure the song was a banger. And I'm sure yeah. that this guy's a huge star. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard the song country. once. Yeah, Daddy played it for Luke and I right before the show and and I only heard it once. I heard half the song and I was like, yeah, that's probably a number 1 hit. I just you just know it is. But, but the lyrics, lyrics are are so bad. So this is a song that came out in 2011 by an artist named Justin Moore and the song is called Bait and Hook. All right? Bait and Hook. From none other than Justin Moore. Let a lot me of people walk in. You... I love this song, right? Now. I know. I'm sure there's people <laughs> going, "I love Justin Moore. He's the man. I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm just saying he wrote this song and these lyrics fucking suck. All right. And by the way, you can love a song that also sucks. That's mm-hmm. totally a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. We all do it. This might be one of those. But let's get into the suckiness of it. Okay, so here's the first verse. Uh, I heard you had to drive him home after two umbrella drinks.
1: I heard I he's got a, already
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard you had to drive him home after two umbrella drinks. I heard he's got a Prius because he's into being green. My buddies said they saw y'all eating that sushi stuff. <laughs> Baby that don't sound like you. That don't sound like love. Sounds like it sucks. And I didn't add that sounds like it sucks. That's in the song. So he says that doesn't sound like love. That doesn't sound like you. That doesn't sound like love. Sounds like it sucks. (laughs) Can I walk you through this one more time, though? I'm just going to run through this one more time. I heard you had him drive you home after two umbrella drinks. I heard he's got a Prius because he's into being green. My buddies said they saw y'all eating that sushi stuff. But that don't sound like you. That don't sound like love. Sounds like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Sushi is delicious, for one thing. The Prius, I'm with him on that all the way. And uh, I, I get it, though. We get we get exactly what this guy's talking about. So he's here. just he's saying, saying
1: this yeah, ex- I saw lady. you
0: out with a pussy. It's pretty much yeah, what I saw you out I'm with rolling. that puss. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, dude, you can't make fun of sushi. You can't, you can't even put su- the word sushi in a song. I don't think. <laughs> that, dude, but you can put sushi stuff. That, that sushi stuff. That sushi that, stuff. That, <laughs> I, oh, my buddy said he saw y'all eating that sushi stuff. <laughs> I, I can picture this writing session too, because I've been coming to Nashville for the last few years and I've written with a bunch of people out here and I've met some amazing writers who, who we've written some great songs before, but I've also gotten tossed in with a couple just straight country writers. So, you know, like they, they can't write anything but country like, and, and this is that, this is like that. (laughs) And they'll, they'll go down there like, like uh whiskey will for sure be in the song jack this song has a jack daniels reference let me get into the chorus okay uh sounds like it sucks he can't even bait a hook he can't even skin a buck he don't know who jack daniels is he ain't ever drove a truck (laughs) Oh he can't bait a hook. He can't skin a buck. He don't know who Jack Daniels is. He ain't ever drove a truck. <laughs> oh yeah. He knows He's how he, he knows how to throw out a line, but not the kind in a field and stream book. No, darling, I ain't even worried. You'll come running back. He can't even bait a hook. <sighs> this is the most country song I've ever heard in my entire life. And this is a very crazy. true song. Like this exact scenario that, that this singer is explaining oh, yeah. happens all the time. I saw you out there with that city boy. Yeah, this is a thing. Um Wow, dude. This is a song. Dude, this is my continue on. These lyrics are okay. actually. I will say that the home run. The first the first verse. Is really what caught me, and I was like, "Holy oh, yeah. crap! Did he just that say sushi system. stuff and umbrella drinks?" <laughs> and, and he said Prius. Like I was like, "Where? What? I have to figure out what the fuck is going on here." The second <laughs> verse is terrible too. The second verse is terrible too, but it's not as bad as the first verse. The second verse is just more like, "Come on, bro, this shit sucks." Uh, has he kissed you in a hayfield as the summer rain falls down? Has He's he took allergic. you to meet? as he took you to meet his mama back in his hometown I love this does he drive the interstate or take them old back roads can he melt your heart with a country song every good every old good boy should know and then he goes to where he said this sucks last time he goes I don't think so (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, and then it's back into he can't bait a hook, he can't skin a buck, he doesn't know who Jack Daniels is, he ain't ever drove a truck. It's back into the chorus. Yeah, he can't bait a hook. You know what it is? I get it now too. She just, dude, she's done, she's baited the hooks, she's skinned the buck, she's taken all the back roads, she's heard all your country songs, dude. She wants to take the interstate, dude. She likes it. Well, A here's smooth the... road, of you know, she's uh, like taking down that carbon footprint, hanging out in the Prius, dude. She's done with the back roads, hitting the potholes, and changing the tires and skinning the bucks. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's well, uh, she's moving it... on over to San Francisco with her new boyfriend. <laughs> and this goes back to I think one of our very first this song sucky uh with Mr. Bruno Mars, where he had the yeah. song where it was like, dude, you had your chance. Now you sound like a bitch. This chick obviously bounced out on you because you were probably being a dick. You were probably cheating on her and shit. And she was like, I'm out of here. This guy mm-hmm. pulls up, treats her nice, takes her out for drinks. He's got a sushi curious, stuff. Nice car. Sushi stuff. Dropping bills on dinner. And treats you're like. from the Orient. And now you're coming around like, hey, what, what, you can't bait a hook though. He's like, yeah. yeah, but I have a job and I make good money. Go bait your hook, bruh. Yes, I have a 401k and a plan. I I, I have a timeshare in Big Bear. Yeah, we can go <laughs> up there. And like, yeah, so yeah. I don't know, babe. Do you want to go back onto the back roads? They look bumpy and there's some a lot of puddles. Oh. In G- no. Yeah. So I get Do you want to yeah. go out into the wet hay field and roll around or just jump on my king-size bed? Which one do you want to do? Yeah, that's his hey you guys are never gonna make out in a hayfield. She's like, Yeah, that's kinda why I'm over here. All right, and they just keep driving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, goodness gracious. Wow, yeah, this song does suck. Now that we <laughs> I just I was hey, like, okay, <laughs> I feel bad for this guy. Now I'm like, ew, I feel bad for her. I mean good right. Now I feel good for a happy I'm good for them. I wish he doesn't them the even best. know. He doesn't even know what sushi is. Sushi stuff. What is that sushi stuff? I love it. Yeah, within the song, he's not even going to allow you to think that he knows what sushi is. So can we add the word stuff? So it's just like whatever that sushi stuff. Did I say it right? You know, he he wants you to know he has no clue. Him and his friend that saw y'all both have no clue of the stuff sushi uh, style stuff is what they were eating oh goodness wow and good old justin moore yeah beta hook we like, like, so like justin less how are you doing now? all <laughs> right so some of them set themselves up and they did they did and like i said before zero research done i'm sure he's a huge celebrity i'm sure he has sold many more albums than i have I'm she looks like a handsome dude. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But this song <laughs> like this song sucks. <laughs> you know what? No, Duddy, this song sucks. Oh, it sounds like it sucks. It sucks. All right, dude. It's <laughs> starting so there it is. So so that was your Uber ride home last night and it turned oh. into a, this song so we just again yeah. we sold at least thirty-five copies of that song. So you're welcome, Justin. There's some more sales for you. Oh, goodness. Oh, so, yeah, my that God. was that. I hope that you guys all look that song up, listen to it, and then agree with me. Yeah. Play the drop one more time, Luke. This song suckety-do. dude. right. A good one. And, dude, um, why stop the complaining there? This is early complaints. Every once in a yeah. while, we have a lot of fun things. It's fun complaints. It's fun. Um, but Duddy had more. Duddy's like, I've got a this song sucks today. I have someone that I know that needs to be slapped. I'm like, whoa. So Duddy also has a, a, a this of you should be slapped or you should be shot. I don't know which no, one. No, is no, no. This is a you should be shot. This is a you should be shot. Oh wow. Okay. Let's hear it, dude. Okay. So let me set the scene for you. Okay. Sunday. I'm chilling in my house I'm watching football I'm relaxing uh it, it's it's about in between where the games start to switch from the first couple of games into the second you know there, there's there's three types, there's the morning games, there's the afternoon games, and there's like the night game for your Sunday, right? And I, I, I woke up super early, so I watched all the first games. And like those games were kind of ending and they were slipping into the second games. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna doze off for like an hour. I'll jump back into these second games like in the, in, the, in the second half or something. So I start dozing off. I'm taking a nap on my couch, Sunday morning nap, one of the best things you can do. And all of a sudden I get a knock at the door. An unexpected knock at the door. My dog starts barking, you know, because there's someone at my door now. I'm in just, like, my sweats, and, like, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? It's, like, noon. Uh, So I go, and I open the door, and it's a dude with a clipboard trying to sell me, which I, I think it was, like, solar panels for my roof or some shit. Trying to just cold sell me on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> at my house, I was furious, yeah. dude. I I looked at him so confused. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I was just wondering if you wanted. You, were, uh, you could save a bunch of money." And you're like, "I was like, dude, I was just napping on my couch, and you woke me up, and now my dog's barking." And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I uh, sorry to wake you, but you know you could save a lot of money." And I just closed the door. I didn't even, I just closed the door and walked away. And I sat, I was just, my mind was blown. I'm like, are we still here? Like, guys, we're in the future. There's things called emails, social media. You can advertise on social media. You can have websites that people can go, we're in the future. Don't go fucking knocking on strangers' doors in the middle of the day trying to sell them shit anymore. Are you kidding me? This, this is a, a weird thing because you know obviously daddy when we were kids that was like how you did it nobody had a cell phone so yeah you'd get the people that would call your house and try to sell you shit but there was yeah. two ways come to the door-to-door thing or call so it was like more expected there's a comedian uh, like that that we've seen like sebastian maniscalco or something he does a hilarious bit about how when we were kids your parent, your fr- like your parents' friends would sometimes just show up at your house, just knock, 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 and you'd be like, "Who the fuck is knock?" Oh my god, it's the Smiths, whatever. Oh my god, come on in, you know. And you, and that. Remember when that used to happen when we were oh, kids? Totally. We were like, dude, mom, god, totally. blah, blah, blahs here, and they'd come in, and their kids are with them, and then you hang out for three hours. That does not exist anymore. We're like very well, we're fifteen years past that being a thing. As soon as text messaging came into play of any kind. Uh-huh. Nobody just shows up at anyone's house anymore. You text first and, and, and that, that goes far into the salesman thing. You don't just show up to sell shit at people's house anymore. When you hear Dude. a knock at the door, you dive behind the couch and hide now. That's what we do well, as people. You're like, who the fuck's at my door? Why is somebody yes. at my door right now? I should, if, if you're at my door, you should we should have talked and I should have yes. been like, yeah, come on over. And at then you come in should, should have been at made my door. door. Oh, I, I, it, it blew my mind and you know what it's funny is it's like I haven't had someone do that in a, in a long time but I have seen in my neighborhood and uh, I, I still see every now and then like the, the couple old ladies walking around with their pamphlets Jehovah's I'm guessing Witness. Trying, to, trying to get people to switch to be Jehovah's Witnesses or something yeah. it's like hey man your religions your religions do your thing I got no complaints about that but cold knocking on people's door, trying to convert them to your religion that has no holidays. Come on. Yeah. Yep. uh, One of the guys I work with, his mom is Jehovah's witch. She's the one of the ones that walks door to door. He's like, yep, she's out there every day. Just clack, clack, clack. Just trying to, trying to convert. uh, You should be shot. The people trying to sell me stuff. You should be shot. Every one of you should be shot. The old ladies with the pamphlets—you should be slapped. Like, yeah, shoot yeah. you. I'll slap On the you. wrist, on the like mm. a, a with a ruler. Okay, with a ruler. Yeah, like one of those. Yeah, and you're smiling when you do it. It's like a yeah. it and she's they smile too, and it's like okay, we agree, and then they next next house. Yeah, but real quickly too. So I live in an apartment, you know, and I live on the third floor. I've had, you know, in, in this apartment I've lived in at least probably three times in probably the last three years, so maybe once a year or so, someone will knock at our door at a ridiculously like a 7.30, almost eight. It's dark out, you know, and we'll get like a clank, 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 clank. And I'll go to the door and it'll be like a random adult, like holding a box of chocolates or whatever, like yeah. selling something. I 100% of the time, think you're casing these places to see if you want to rob someone i mean that's the only thing that comes to my mind is you're looking for somewhere to break in later and rob why yep. is an adult selling chocolate door to door you're right with that that is done no more door people maybe it's different elsewhere too i know in like in the midwest in smaller towns people are, know each other and it's like hey i'm getting a knock at the door it's someone that we knows. kids like it's it's not like that here. There's so many people where yeah. we live. You don't know anyone. You don't know your neighbors almost half the time here. Very weird. Very, very unacceptable. Weird. Yikes, you should be shot. You should be shot. Don't shocked. knock on my door trying to no. sell me something. Or you will be shot and then don't knock on my door trying to convert me because you will be slapped. Slap. Shot in the knock hand. Right in the Ooh, yeah. Where, where, hand. Where, 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 where? Bam. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. through the knocking yeah. hand. And I'm talking like 50 cal. Oh, like a write off. Yeah, you'll never grab. Ever knocking ever again. (laughs) (laughs) You should be and shall be the next time you do it shot. (laughs) All right, dude. Well, here's some more people that should be shot. And uh, let's just roll right into this. While we're in the early complaint zone, I saw a thing that made me laugh so hard. It was unbearable. I'm in the barber shop. And, um, you know, we got the TVs on and a Bass Pro Shop commercial comes on. And um, I love Bass Pro Shop, by the way. I don't know if you've ever been, Duddy, but it's like a oh, yeah. it's like Disneyland-ish when you yeah. go in there. It's so big and fun and rad. So, yeah, I love Bass <laughs> Pro Shop. But, look, we're in the world of the deal. And you don't need to show us the the thing now, Luke. You can put that in and post. Luke's showing us the video that I took. But you'll see that on the – yeah. So, um, anyway – I'm in Bass Pro. Uh, I'm watching a Bass Pro Shop commercial. I'm in the barbershop. We're all watching it, and it's "Come see Santa at Bass Pro Shop," and we're laughing, dude. No joke. You can make an appointment to come see Santa Claus at Bass Pro Shop, and obviously, we're in the <laughs> coronal times, guys. Everything's different. Your kid's oh. not going to go sit on Santa's lap, obviously. So- I'm like, just a quick interrupt, but I just. Why is Santa at Bass Pro Shop? Uh, How many Santa's are there anyway? They're <laughs> everywhere. Every- like Santa's real, honey. He's a special secret guy. How come he's at every mall? Mom, Ma, you know, even as a two-year-old, I'd be like, well, a lot of Santa's. <laughs> lot of Santa. How special is he? But anyway, Bass Pro Shop. You can make an appointment to go see Santa. And I'm not kidding, guys. Santa sits upon his throne. With a huge glass box around him, like a like a wrapped gift. Santa's the gift <laughs> this year. He's in a big case of emotion, whatever, a big glass case, and you and your family can sit four to five steps below the glass box and take a pic. Have you ever taken a picture on glass, study? How it reflects back? You can almost not even see <laughs> So it's going to be just blown out Santa's, you know, behind a glass box. You and your shit family sitting on the steps below in the world's worst Christmas greeting card. I mean, and appointment only, I saw. So, wow. I can only imagine the lines. Uh, You're better off just telling your kids Santa's not real. I mean, it's easier. It's It's, easier. (laughs) And it gets better, too. How is that a good experience for your children? I'm telling you that Santa is 10 feet behind. And Luke, if you guys want to see it, Luke will put the video in um, on our, so on YouTube, when this episode drops, go there, you'll see the video. It's, it's unbearable. I mean, I, I filmed, it. I pulled my phone out. I couldn't pull my phone out fast enough. We're watching the commercial. <laughs> Everyone in the barbershop, we're dying laughing. We're like, Oh my God, they're behind the glass. Santa's in a box. This is fucking, it looked like a, a like a, a prison visit, you know, behind the glass. Santa's back there. Literally. That's what it looked like. It's unbearable. And, um, and so the next time the commercial hit in the barbershop, I just dove for my phone and said, bah, and I got the end of the commercial. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. But then this happened. My wife and I are walking through, there's like an outdoor mall near our house. We were walking through there yesterday and they always have a big Santa. That's where um, Rocky, my son, he's only a year and a half old. So we took him to see Santa when he was like six months old and at this mall and he cried his eyes out. We got the crying on baby picture. It's great. We walked by there yesterday and we noticed virtual Santa. So, no, yes, no, yes. So, I think you what I gathered was you make your appointment, you come down, and there's a screen, and a virtual Santa is what's going to be happening. So, oh, max headroom. Remember when we were kids? Remember Max Headroom? Oh yeah, Ma- 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 I love Max, loved Max, Max. Ma- Ma- Headroom. Ma- 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 if people don't know, look him up. You know, he's just an old like <laughs> robot character from when Duddy and I were, ki- 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 we're there. It was just it was just a head, right? It was just a head. I'm Max Headroom. Yeah. I think he was like on MTV. He was like a the first digital DJ. I, I forget yeah. what he was, but he was a character of the '80s. Max yeah. Headroom. That's now what we're doing. Our Santa Claus digital or plexiglass prison Santa. That's I absolutely refuse. Refuse. Dude. Oh, that's Unbound. wild. Like, do you think that like, that's not a memory that you want to keep? Or for purposes. <laughs> or, it it's like, or it is. Or it is. Because it's such a fuck show. Shit? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now I almost just, want to get on BassProShop.com oh, and make my appointment just, now. I could picture these meetings too with the companies guys. We got to figure out a way to like spread the Christmas cheer still. So what are we going to do? Like, Hmm, let's put them in a box. No, they're already doing that at Bass Pro. Okay. Yep. 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 Virtual Santa. Oh my God. Virtual Santa. Great idea. Great idea. I have a cousin. I have a cousin who works in virtual and yep. And then there it goes, but here's the best part. The big Santa lobby. That's what it is. We got, we got Santa. There's probably a Santa union these oh, guys yeah. got no work they're devastated they're already i'm assuming homeless the rest of the year this is the big <laughs> moment <laughs> I mean, a, you know that's not really funny good. yeah once a yeah. year yeah. we all take do? our children and we throw them on top of strangers laps once a year take my child
1: yeah. take my, and my child let him and sit he, on
0: your boner they're literally like if i if you wanted to be a creepy, molesty, that's what you'd wear. They're in the molester outfit, in disguise even. They'll never catch me. I'm dressed as scent. You know, you're in an, they don't know how much you weigh under there. It's who is it? You could be, it's it's a molester's uniform and we bring our child to them. It is a pretty horrifying, is this a conspiracy query? Did we just go into it? <laughs> Do but you yeah. believe that, Adam? She does actually molesters, and then you say, "Oh, Santa, are you happy to see me, or is that a (laughs) candy cane in your pocket?" I want bikey this year. Okay, child, get into Uh. a gross position on my body. Yeah, dude, it's it's (laughs) a weird the plexiglass, dude. Maybe it's a good thing, but yeah, dude, that's something that I saw that I just could not—I couldn't move past it. It must be filmed. It must be fun. I might have to set myself up with a virtual Santa just to see what that's like because if i don't then i didn't and maybe it'll be my favorite santa picture in the end i mean you don't have to sit on his lap that's true a little yeah. less creepy than normal maybe it's a maybe it's an upgrade this is yeah. hilarious i'm sitting in the front of my van i'm literally doing the show in the front of my van and i'm just i watched the sunrise it was dark now if you're watching youtube you'll notice when the video starts i'm in complete darkness now i'm in a complete lightness and I've got literally like a picturesque. there's little pink clouds coming up. It's a beautiful morning here. All right. Well, enough of the gnarly negativity. Is there anyone else that needs to be shot or slapped or, or songs that suck or are we moving no. into like more of the normal portion of this show? I guess. What time is it? Do you know? Luke, does anyone know what time it is? My wife 623. is 6.23. Wow, guys, I've got, I've, got, uh, I've got 20 minutes maximum, more like 15 minutes, and I got to go. Um, but we're going to get it in. So we'll move right into everybody's favorite part of the show, conspiracy query. All right. So this is a conspiracy query. Right. This is not a theory. I'm not saying that I believe in this. I'm not trying to make you believe in this. This is just something I came across I thought it sounded cool. And I was wondering if you guys believe in conspiracy queries. <sighs> Saddam Hussein had a Stargate. I believe that mm-hmm. Why Stargate. Does everyone know what a Stargate is? That was one of the best movies from the nineties. Kurt Russell, right? It's just yep. a big yep. half circle thing that you walk through and you go to a different time. It's a time traveling device. So Saddam Hussein had a Stargate. Or dimensions, right? Different dimensions, too, I think. Yeah, dimensions. Yeah, it, I guess yeah. so. So this says at 90s, ni- oh, here he even talks about the movie. 90s action flick Stargate oh. stars Kurt Russell as a military yeah. man who leads a team of soldiers into another dimension through an ancient alien portal called a Stargate. Great movie idea. But it appears Saddam Hussein might have discovered a real one during his reign. <laughs> <laughs> The origins of the Stargate date back to 3000 BC when the ancient Sumerians believed by some to be aliens came to earth using the device. The general gist of the conspiracy suggests Hussein found the Stargate while restoring an old temple in Baghdad and began to mess around with it. Somehow, America got word and the next thing you know, Bush administration has declared war on Iraq Ah. and invaded the country in hopes of securing the machine. Wow, did we get it? (laughs) This is my favorite part of this. While there's no evidence to support these claims, self-styled Australian extraterrestrial expert, Dr. Michael Sala, has written a paper on the conspiracy and is the main reason why it has legs. (laughs) So this guy's keeping it alive because it's his source of income for him. I get it. (laughs) But, dude, I do love... That's a... Like, if I read that as a movie synopsis, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm interested, dude. You know, that, that's rad. So Saddam Hussein found a stargate is, while excavating an old pyramid or something. What did he it was say? Restor- he was restoring an old temple in Baghdad. Temple. Dude. And he came, he came across the stargate and began messing around with it. No, it was a dusty old stargate. What yeah, is this? Yeah, mess- messing around. Let's mess it around with it a little bit. Pressing the buttons on it. Beep 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 beep. Oh, look at it. It's, it's opening. So, dude, I think it's a Stargate. Oh, bro, I, I love so, that movie. Bro, I find Stargate. <laughs> is... <laughs> Which dimensions do we use? Wants to be going. Is that how <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, my God. That was Popeye from Eastern Europe. Which dimension skis? He wants to be close skis. <laughs> oh
1: which is the, which is God. the dimensions we're really of your wishings?
0: We're so yeah. <laughs> Towards what dimension are you wanting travel? Oh, oh God. We're very culturally accurate. We're very um, culturally accurate. Wow. And we're sensitive. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Sushi guess stuff. W- so yeah I guess I'm just wondering if you believe that Saddam Hussein has a stargate and he likes to mess around with it and go to some dimensions well Saddam Hussein is dead if we believe that and um, so do we have this or did he go to a different dimension or do we have the stargate now yeah it's just in the garage at the White House it's like no one even uses it Oh, do do you think that maybe that's how the coronavirus got here from a okay. different dimension? Now we're talking about things that are real, and we're t- and we're probably getting too close to some sort of truth, and we might want to back off. Oh, or, someone's knocking at my door right now. Okay, that's it's a bunch it. of guys in black suits and black glasses, and mm-hmm. uh, we should stop talking about this. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of police cars have just surrounded my van, and they're all looking at my neighbor's house. That's not for me. All right, we're safe. Thank God. But wow, dude, Post I one. love this one. I love this one. Yep. Saddam Hussein found a Stargate in an old temple and dusted it off and we bombed the shit out of him, killed him, and took the Stargate. I like it. Yep. I don't know. Uh, would you walk through a Stargate? Fuck yeah. You would. You'd be the Definitely. first one. I would, would jump you head run? first into that bitch. <laughs> you Woo! Ooh. But I'd do it on weed yeah oh well sure you're not just weed. gonna walk willy-nilly into a gate dude oh fuck speaking oh. of weed god damn it <sighs> i see I'm is it time I it's see time. them coming in. Don't yeah. open the door yet, Luke. Don't let them in until we're yeah. We're don't even out let them here. on the Zoom call before we get off the Zoom call or they'll try to make eye contact with us. All right, you guys guessed it. Daddy and I are gonna take a break real quick and then we're gonna we're gonna back out and we're gonna allow for the dorky poos from uh news four twenty four seven to come on in. So here's Snake OG, Blonde Marley, the world's worst two people ever. Duddy, go get some coffee. And um, I don't even... Oh, you know what, guys? Is Q&A after this, Duddy? Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, okay. You know what, guys? I'm signing out. I've got to go. My wife has to go to work. That's why we started this episode at 5 in the morning over here, so we can get it in. So thank you very much, everybody. Have a great week. Duddy will take care of the q and uh, I got to go um, let these dorks in. Peace, everyone. All right. Luke, did you play... Did you hit the music loop? Oh, are you ready, bro? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Dude, fire it up, bro. Yes. Dude token, it, token. It. Oh, <laughs> there it is, dude. Sick. We did it. Alright. Right. Oh, We're uh, here, dude. Oh shoot. Um, Blonde, um, go into the bathroom and close the door, and then I'll do the show from my. Okay, cool. We're both zooming from inside the uh, studio apartment. We're still here. We're still uh, here in uh, <clears throat> in Escondido. But anyway, hey man, this is this is Snake OG. We got Blonde Marley over here. This is news for twenty four seven. We're excited to be here once again doing a zoom. Good thing we did the zoom today too because. I did not feel like walking to the bus and taking the bus all the way into the bunker today, dude. What about you, blonde? No, well, it has three flat tires. So the bus? How do you know the bus has three flat tires? Did you check on the freaking bus line internet well, service? I watched it, uh, the goat. The goat keeps nibbling on the tires. Oh, that bus, <laughs> You're right. I watched him, dude. Yeah, dude. Sick. Anyway, dude, this is Snake OG. We got blonde Marley here. You guys know what it is, dude. We're gnarly stoners. The stoniest of the stone. We live in a studio apartment down here in in Escondido. We like eating burritos in Escondido. We live in the back house. We're renting a studio back house from, and the people that live in the front house like to walk around naked. It's a guy-guy relationship. Dong's flying, but at least they let us puff tough with our four dogs in the studio so far so good in escondido uh how do you like it here blonde i really i dig in it i love that they're letting us chill Mm -hmm. but i have noticed in this house you must be careful when you're taking nugs or some shake off the coffee table Make sure you're smoking nugs and shake and not pubes, okay? Because there's pubes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So here's one thing, blonde. He brought it up last episode. The owners of the main house in the front are very, very red-headed. and they're very, very red donged, and they do are mo- they are mostly shaved, but we do find red pubes floating in our studio which is one thing we have brought up we have brought that up it is and we don't know if it's red if it's red gonge hairs which are fiery and dope or if it's red pubes which will still smoke but less fiery and dope yeah am i right am i right blonde? well you could only really tell by the taste (laughs) (laughs) what yo it's gross. <laughs> A lot of toothpicking. You got it, dude. Anyway, you guys, dude, enough about us and our life in Escondido Burrito Town. Uh, um, uh, let's get into some news. Cause, you know, the reason we're here is to bring you weed news. Great episode. Dude, sick episode so, sick. so far. We're sick. doing. Fun. We're doing so good, dude. Thanks, bro. Sick. Um, All right, so and you guys know what it is. We're in a studio apartment, so Blonde is in the bathroom with the door closed, and I'm sitting on the opposite side of the studio in the corner of the living room because we're trying to be as far away from each other as we can so there's no static on our headphones here. We are zooming in. That's how we do it, dude. It's our studio. Anyway, first article coming from stonerdays.com, one of the sickest dot-coms out there. It's, uh, It's more... This is less of an article and this is more of like a diatribe, but I wanted to <coughs> use this to ask, ask a question of you, Blonde. This is called Memories of a First Toke. Okay? And it was posted on April 20th, 420. By oh, Cushmaster Sick, bro, sick name sick. And it's a time It's timely that we get to this article now Because it was posted on April 20th 420, 2013 So we're hitting <laughs> you with the hard Just the latest in stoner news And basically Kushmaster Just kind of runs through his first toque In a real beautiful way I'll just read the start of it here It says memories <laughs> of a first toque Feeling like no other That's beyond more than just foreign but soul and eye-opening <laughs> a feeling like no other that feels not just foreign but soul and eye-opening as well this is what he's saying about his first tote no matter what may have caused you to first lay your troubles in mary's lap doesn't even matter as long as you made it there Having memories of a first toke is beautiful nostalgia wrapped in an OG Kush pre-rolled to perfection. This guy's a poet, but I think he knows it. Taste, sound, smell, touch, and sight all become new to you and born again in a world filled with endless possibilities. And I want to ask you, Blonde, is this how you felt when you first toked? Oh, That first off was so dank. That was such beautiful words. And there's a lot more words, but I'm not going to read all those. We're going to leave it there because, I mean, it was beautiful enough is what I think. And yeah. What happened the first time you smoked? Dude, give us a a little well, taste. Well, the first time I smoked, I was about one and a half years old. And exactly. directly after I took my first hit, I then, I then said my first word. No. What was yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a young blonde taking his first hootie oh, hoot at the ripe and age of 18 months. second word? Uh-huh. Crispy. Crispy. Oh, sick. <laughs> been sick Crispy. from the get. Oh, sick. The first time I toked, I toked, I came in later in the game to toking. I had more of a natural, like, um, you know, m- when most people start smoking, I was three. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I remember I was at the park, and I had a buddy who was four, you know, kind of hung out with the older crowd, fours and five, a lot of fours, a lot of fives. six. Yeah, and you know how sometimes you're in the playground, there's those slides that have like a tunnel over the top, but what we would do is the first kid would slide down, and then he'd... He'd get himself stuck under the tunnel part, and then we'd all pile up behind that kid. And one of them had a big, fat, crispy pre-roll that was dipped in hallucinogenic fucking just weed goop. And we blazed it tough and just played so hard at that part. We laid in the sand on our backs and just made different cartoon creatures out of the clouds for eight hours. That was sick! Yeah, I was... Three, dude. It was sick. So I can relate uh, to this article. Oh yeah, dude. Memories uh, like that? a long head in my mind. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> dude. Sick. Dude, I'm sorry. That's I lost sick. myself there. I I That's... cried. I cried a little there. Did you? Uh, I've never cried one time in my life. <laughs> I and I think it's because I've smoked so much that you know how you get cotton mouth. Yeah. I get cotton eyes. <laughs> I have cotton <laughs> eyes, dude. That's sick. sick. I cried a, I cried a tear, but I, I I uh I held a little uh, medicine jar down there and I captured the tear because my tears are so iry, they turn into dabs and then oh, I smoke my sick. yeah, so we'll puff my tears after this episode oh, It's okay. sick. <laughs> that is um, so sick. Yeah, so less of an article today, of course, more of a diatribe. And I really just a walk down memory lane for Blonde and I. So we're going to get going. Um, just wanted to stop in, say hello. And and, and you know oh, what, sick. you guys, leave us comments about your first time toking. I don't know where. Leave them wherever you leave comments, best at. Yeah. All right, anything else it, you want to say? Well, let us know how old you were, too. Oh, let us know how old. Blonde was a year and a half. He was an early starter. I was more average uh, three years old, dude. A hallucinogenic pre-roll dab fest at the park on our backs. Clouds, animals. You got it. All right. So, uh, Blonde, I'll meet you in the kitchen, dude. Because it's Lego my ego time. Sick, my favorite time. All right. This is Sego G for Blonde Marley. And I'm saying Puff tough. Stay crispy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Those guys are the worst. Wow. Jake's gonna take it off. Yeah, I'm gonna take off. I stuck around. I just wanted to hear what those assholes were gonna say. And they said what I thought they'd say. Nothing almost. It was brilliant. But hey, yeah, I gotta go. My wife's gotta go to work, but we got the episode in, dude. A lot of people thought we couldn't do it. We did it. Uh, I think yep. next week we'll be back in the bunker, right? I think yep. and hope and pray. Yep. All right. Well, be good, everybody, and have a great rest of the show, Daddy. Right on. See you later, buddy. Wait, what do I do? If I do I if I leave this Zoom and it's not You're gonna good. fuck you guys. Okay. Nope. Bye. All right, see ya. Bye. All right. So well, uh, how do I segue into the sponsors this time? Speaking of feeling good, (laughs) we have some sponsors on this show that make us feel great. And Koi, CBD, we love this company. We love this product. You guys have heard me say it. I use it every single day. I take the drops in the morning. I love the way it makes me feel. It just kind of relaxes me a little bit. doesn't make me tired, but just kind of chills me out for the day. Um, And I also love their their balm. They have a balm rub on, but they also have a new product, which I've been using a lot. It's amazing. It's like a roll-on. Icy hot-ish uh, product, but it's just packed with CBD, smells delicious, feels great. Uh, I use it on my back, but I use it a lot on my wrist. Uh, I get I have tendinitis in my wrist, and when, when I'm playing a lot of guitar, it really gets sore and starts to cramp up, and I rub some of this uh, CBD on it, and it's not one of those things you guys see, it's like you don't feel it. You're not like, oh my God, man. it's just like you put it on and you go about your day, and 20 minutes later, you realize, oh shit. My wrist doesn't hurt anymore. Feels great. So I love this product, guys. Check it out. If you're someone out there with aches and pains and you've been taking a lot of like pain meds to try and get over the pain, give CBD a try. Give Koi CBD a try. It is the best. And I think you're going to love it. the results and it's way uh, healthier for you as well. So give Koi CBD a try. Go to KoiCBD.com and put in code FEELGOOD at checkout and you will get 15% off your first order. That is right. And also Plugins Keychains. This is another amazing product. Um, I actually have had one of these Uh, on my wall for years Uh, this product from plugins keychains is called the jack rack and what it is is it's a replica of a guitar amp head and they have a marshall amp head they have a fender amp head and it's a it's a keychain holder so it comes with four keychains that are quarter inch cables and that's what you plug into an amp or you plug into your guitar so you put your keychain or you put your keys on this quarter inch cable and you plug it into your amp head that's on your wall when you get home, and then when you want to go somewhere, you know where your keys are. You just unplug them from your amp and you're on your way. It's a super cool uh, product. Get one for yourself and also get one for someone uh, for these holidays coming up. If you know someone out there that plays guitar or is just a music fan, period, they're going to love this product. They're going to love you. And if you go to pluginskeychains.com, and that's plugins with a Z, that's P L U G I N Z. Keychains.com. Check out the Jack Rack. The products are called the Jack Rack. And if you put in code DUDDY B at checkout, you will get 20% off every single order. That's right. Every time you go shop there, put in code DUDDY B. You will get 20% off. You will get these for a friend for Christmas and you will be a hero and they will love you. That's right. You heard it here, people. You heard it here. Now we're gonna get into a little Q A. Hit that drop. Questions. Q&A. Ask us any question you All right. So these Q and A questions come from our Patreon members. Uh, if you want to a chance to ask me and Jake questions that we will answer on the show head on over to patreon.com forward slash uh, feeling good with Duddy. Sign up for our Patreon page. You also get four extra episodes a month. Uh, We do a Monday morning hangover show every Monday for our Patreon members. So if you're enjoying the show, you want to help the show out, and you want four more episodes every month, head on over to our Patreon, sign up, and you also have a chance to ask me and Jake questions that we will answer on the show just like this kelly gualdoni gualdoni i fucked that name up i'm sorry Uh, guys why is it so fox pass to sit when you pee Hmm? i posed the question in the facebook bunker and i have a few men admitting to sitting do you sit if not why do i sit when i pee no i don't sit when i pee i stand up when i pee because i'm a guy and we stand up when we pee i I do know i have a friend that does sit when he sits when he pees and he's he admits he sits when he pees but i don't sit when i pee uh dude we were blessed with this like water gun that's attached to our body it's a pee gun i guess and we get to use it a couple times a day and standing up and peeing is fun i think you're just asking this kelly because you're jealous because if you tried to stand up and pee, we know what would happen. Gross. Uh, Kristen Perrin says, no need for a whole lot of detail. Okay, we know you and J- uh, Jared met. We know how you and Jared met. Uh, we know how Sean joined the band, but what about the rest of DH? How did you meet Maddie, John, John, and Dave? Well, John, John's been with us since day one. I've known John. Um, I've gone to school with John since sixth grade. Uh, John John was in my brother's band as well uh, so John's been with me and Jared you know pretty much since the beginning and uh, the next person who joined I believe was Maddie O was the next guy and we uh Cheese I think Cheese had a friend who Matt was her son and Cheese hit us up and we were looking for a drummer at that time and he said hey uh you know I got a friend whose son." You know, good drummer, and he wants to come try out for the band. And he came and tried out, and we were instantly just like, "Shit, this kid rips!" So that's how Maddie came along. And Dave, I've known Dave for a long time. He's local; he lives out in Long Beach. I live in Huntington, and he was in another band called uh, Chapter Eleven for a while. They were a, a local band, super cool, and we had done some things together, um, some shows together, and and just he hes in the same community and in the same world. So I've I've known Dave for a bit. And we, we were looking for a bass player. So I just, I gave him a call and I was like, yo, you want to join our band? And he was like, yep. And that's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see. And I already answered a lot of these on Monday morning hangover. So I'm skimming through. Sorry, guys. Uh, Adam uh baki son, bacha son Adam baka God, I suck at names. I want to know if we will ever be able to buy some kind of super sweet Patreon member only swag. That would be sick. Uh, yeah, actually, totally. We are not only just Patreon, we are going to make some stuff, you know, for our Patreon members, but we also are in the works of making just some gear period. So merchandise is one thing we've been lagging on a little bit. Uh, you know, for those of you who've been listening, you know, the whole time. Once the corona hit, we had to leave the studio we were at. Um, we had to kind of start all back over from scratch to get the show back up and running. And I think we've got everything kind of running smooth and, and going good again. So now our next concentration is getting some merch done. So there you go. Um, damn, that's a long question, Lynn. Uh, Jesse Z Rules says Have you guys ever smoked a joint using rose petals as papers? flower rolled in flowers sounds intriguing (laughs) no I haven't I if you have let me know how that goes because that's I don't know how that would work Kristen Haggett says when have you been starstruck meeting a celebrity celebrity or artist that's funny um I don't get like I really starstruck a lot I think I've actually answered this question many times, but though no, I got super starstruck one time and it was Jean Claude Van Damme. Sorry. I'd like to see you meet Jean Claude Van Damme and not get starstruck. I dare you prove it. The strawberry farmer says last time I saw the dirty heads was the last Warp Tour on the beach in Atlantic City, which was sick to see my favorite band in my hometown again. Do you guys have a favorite Warp Tour memory? Hmm. The Warp Tour was very fuzzy for us. That was, uh, man, the Warp Tour was crazy because that was back when we didn't really have a crew. We just had uh, we had a sound guy, and I believe Christian, our buddy, was out with us too. So we were driving ourselves in the van. We did the whole Warp Tour in a van. We were driving ourselves. We were we were setting up our own gear. We were selling our own merch. So we would have to get to the venue. And and the thing about Warp Tour, too, which is crazy, is they don't tell the bands what time they're playing till that day. So you have to show up at, I think it was something crazy, like 7 in the morning. Like, you have to be there at 7 in the morning. Uh, they give you where you're going to set up your merch, and then they tell you what time you guys are playing. It could be at 11 o'clock when doors open. It could be at 5 in the afternoon. You don't know. So that was – the whole entire tour was just wild because it was – you know, we would, we would get there at seven, we'd set up our merch, we didn't have a bus. So we were just sit in our merch tent the entire day. It's work tour out in the summer, which a lot of times is like on just like a black top or something. So you're just out there, no shade and it's sitting in your merch tent. And then when it's your turn to play, you go over there, you play, you get off stage, you go back to the merch tent, you sit there, you sell merch. And then depending on how long the drive is, sometimes the drives were super long. So without having a bus and we got to pull over all the time to pee and all that crap, we'd have to break down our crap, all bands are still playing, jump in the van, drive straight to the next venue, do the whole thing over again. It was like Groundhog's Day for like 30 straight days. You know, um, Warped Tour is a grueling, grueling tour for bands, especially the younger bands who aren't in buses. That's a grueling tour. That's indeed. Um, Patrick Lynch says, had Maroon 5 not wanted Visions, would Diamonds and Pearls have made it on to any other album?" Well, yeah, I think it still would have made it on that album. We love that song. Uh, let's see here. Amy Beckstrom says, do you guys realize what an awesome community you have helped create? Love my Wileys, Dirty Sisters, and Bunkmates. Uh, actually, we totally do, and we love this little community so much. Uh, we have so much fun. Just wrapping out with you guys. Oh, if you're listening to this and, and uh, you want – and you're a fan of the show and you want to just be around other people who are fans of the show and, and you know, talk about what's going on in the show, especially over on the Patreon page, go to the feeling good with Duddy bunker page on Facebook. It's F G W D bunker on facebook and it's a cool group they've created and there's lots of inside jokes and fun things going over there it's a rad community and dude we have so much fun with it and i know we fuck with you guys all the time and i hope you guys do understand that it's all out of love and it's all out of just trying to make this as fun as possible so yeah we do understand what we've created and we do love it and appreciate it and love and appreciate all of you hmm uh christina whitman says when it comes to shoes who has more your wives or you guys my hubby has way more than me (laughs) no my wife for sure um i don't i'm not a shoe guy i've got like two pairs of shoes and i wear them until they get dirty and then i buy me one that's it uh one more oh no we'll do two more Karinsa says i love the tiki bar in the bunker would you ever do a feeling good with daddy tiki mug or camping mug um yeah totally actually we're thinking about doing a, a coffee type mug thing for christmas coming up so look for that wait you didn't answer my question there's no time and one more get out of here and it's it's not a question. It's Queen BD13 just saying, will you wish me a happy birthday? Sure. Happy birthday. That's it. Gotta go, y'all. Gotta head on over to Rome's house now. Gonna do some writing. Can't wait for you guys to hear what we've got. It's awesome, and we're having a lot of fun. And I think you guys are gonna really dig it. And, yeah, that's it. Have a good day. Peace.